Biden would like to be the most progressive president in history. He wants to be more progressive than FDR. We already see inflation higher than it was when Jimmy Carter was president, which is scary. Welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and this show is here to support your interests in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news. Listen in and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate and, if you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. If you or a friend have ever considered running or you know a woman who should, I've got something just for you. My quick guide called Secrets from the Campaign Trail. It will show you five signs to tell you you're ready to enter the political arena. To get these tips and learn about all new podcast episodes and ways to get involved, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Holy cow. What a year 2021 has been. I mean, where shall I begin? I remember sitting on the beach, watching the sun go down on New Year's Eve. Sunset's my favorite time of day. Nothing better than sitting on a Florida beach and watching the sun plop into the ocean. Most serene part of the day. I looked at my family and I said, thank God this year is over. Everyone kind of laughed. Jeez, what a toll COVID had taken on all of us. Then on January 6th, I'm watching the news coverage of the people who all gathered because they believed incorrectly and honestly, though, in my view, ignorantly, that they were going to watch history unfold. As the vice president of the United States, Mike Pence changed the election results instead of affirming them. And then we all know what happened with the ensuing insurrection of the Capitol. Regardless of your view on the 2020 election, We do have a document called the Constitution, and it is not the job of the vice president to do what he or she wants and not follow the rules. It's also a terrible showing of disrespect to our nation to behave the way that people behaved on January 6th, storming the Capitol, threatening our public servants, whether they were elected officials or they were staffers or the people who are defending our Capitol. It was completely unnecessary and uncalled for. And to me, it felt shameful. I really never believed that this was anything other than people who went there misguided to see something change and to witness history. Peaceful protests are okay. They're good. It's part of the First Amendment, freedom of speech. It's not okay to cause harm in any sort of riot. I don't care if it's summer of 2020 or January 6th, just don't do it. Be respectful. However, the disrespect did not stop on January 6th. On January 20th, Joe Biden gave his inaugural address. I was waiting to hear something that was going to sound unifying and leader-like. I know, I kind of say that tongue-in-cheek. Because as a lifelong politician with over 40-something years in office, I don't think Joe Biden has a genuine unifying bone in his old body. He sounded like he was giving a speech to AOC and Bernie Sanders. When Biden was back in his office, he signed 17 executive actions. 
and a whole bunch of others where he reversed the Trump era policies, completely wiped away Trump's legacy. Now, this happens every time a new party is in power. But really, even if you don't like what Trump says and how he says it, and all those obnoxious tweets that he spent so much of his presidency doing, his policies were really good for this country. They kept us safe. They kept us prosperous. They put us on a good path. But Biden, when he signed those executive actions and reversed the Trump era policies, he did everything from pretending to advance racial equity to abandoning real science to decimating women's sports. Now, I'm a mom of three girls. They all play sports. Girls are not built like boys are. I tell my girls all the time. You could do anything a boy could do. I can do anything a man can do. I've been in Republican politics since I was 19 years old. I know I can. But I also know that when I go to the gym, I can't lift as much as a man can. My legs aren't long enough to run as fast as they can. Our muscle structure is different. Testosterone is different than estrogen, which is what we naturally have in our bodies. And when we allow boys to compete in girls' sports, men to compete in women's sports, we put women at a disadvantage. And so Biden, who claims that he is all for women's rights, actually isn't because reproductive rights are one thing, but making sure that we have equal opportunities at jobs, at education, at sports, he took that away. The Democrats wasted no time pushing their progressive agenda from the $1.9 trillion in COVID relief. That included money to let people stay at home, to keep them at home, an incentive not to go to work. The Build Back Better plan, which was fake infrastructure, as Kirsten Gildebrand, United States Senator from New York, claimed that infrastructure is childcare. Well, it's not. <laughs> infrastructure is roads and bridges. That's infrastructure. It's telecom. It's making sure broadband access to areas, rural areas that don't have it. That's, that's infrastructure. The original price tag of the Build Back Better plan that they were trying to sell the American people was $6 trillion. Remember, these are trillions of dollars I'm talking about. That's with a T. Those are lots of zeros. Write it down. Well, that $6 trillion was broken down into two phases to make it look more palatable to the American people. So they cut out some of their pork and they broke it down $1.2 trillion for infrastructure and $2.2 trillion for the Build Back Better plan. Well, the Office of Management and Budget said that this was going to probably altogether cost over that $6 trillion number. They don't believe that the ultimate number for all of this was going to be under it. So basically, the Biden administration, or I'm sorry, the Biden-Harris administration, as the president in waiting would like it to be called, got exactly what they wanted. Thankfully for people like Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, that they were voices of reason, although they can't help themselves from voting with the Democrats, they did pull out a lot of excess funds that were in there. And they listen to their Republican counterparts. But this administration, again, the Biden-Harris administration, which is such a joke that she wants her name as part of this, I, I don't know what they're doing other than making America slide backward. 
Biden would like to be the most progressive president in history. He wants to be more progressive than FDR. We already see inflation higher than it was when Jimmy Carter was president, which is scary. We see gas prices up at four, five, six dollars a gallon. For anyone who has to drive to work, my God, it's expensive. It's expensive to put food on your table. This is what this administration is doing. And this is what Congress is allowing to happen. They are threatening our global security. Our economy is in the tank. They are harming us when it comes to our education of our children with this radical indoctrination that they are allowing and promoting teachers to teach our children. We have the fake Green New Deal. We have new offices over at in the White House and agencies on environmental justice and health and climate equity. What? What equity and equality in climate? We all share the same climate. Why is this administration trying to divide our nation? We are a nation of one. You know, the whole one nation under God part that has been lost. They are taking the Constitution and making a mockery of it. And the future of our nation depends on you. It depends on me. It depends on my newly registered voter daughter. We're the only ones who can make the change. You make the change by getting involved. You make the change by getting active. You make the change by finding candidates you could support or by running yourself or by encouraging your sister, your mother, your child, your best friend, your neighbor to run for office. That's how we make a change. We are not on a very good trajectory leaving 2021. The only hope I have in sight is that the midterm elections are right around the corner, and that is an opportunity to make a change. So over this holiday season, I hope you're thinking of how you are going to make a difference in 2022. I look forward to hearing what you decide. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. This is Jennifer Nassour, the Political Contessa. Stay happy, healthy, and safe. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center-right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com. 